Welcome to the Triple V Podcast. Welcome to the 18th of July, 2022 Town Hall. Yeah, and first of all, I, I have to give a, a shout out to Telona. He has been a tremendous help with the smart contracts and with the metadata. Um, the getting the art and the metadata live and getting it perfect and getting it right. I mean, that's uh, for me it was an odyssey, to say the least. And I, I'm so glad that it's finally said and done. Uh, but Talona has helped me a, a ton. Um, I've worked with two different devs on the metadata and on the smart contracts, on the minting smart contract and uh, staking smart contract and on the airdrop smart contract. And he has uh, provided me with uh, guidelines on how to deploy those contracts and so on. I mean, I pretty much had no idea what I was doing. I was just following his uh, guidance and it has worked out very well. And uh, another special thanks to Exec, Helena, and CryptoGirl. They all helped us in fixing the metadata um, in those 5,000 little JSON files which we have for the metadata. There was a couple instances with like super tiny mistakes in there and then that messed up the entire metadata on OpenSea and, and prevented it from updating and so on. Um, so finding all those little mistakes was... Yeah, very time-consuming and cost a lot of energy, but we finally fixed everything, which also means that um, within the next, like, less than 24 hours, uh, we will be live on RaritiMon and on Rarity Tools. And for the airdrops, I will go with the rankings from RaritiMon. Uh, those seem to align the most with what I think makes the most sense um and yeah then we will work with that as reference for the leaderboard and for the airdrops uh the thing that you have to notice that the team's nfts um they will obviously be skipped uh, when we go through the leaderboard and when we uh, drop those nfts so you won't uh get the nft of scrout for example if you're rank four uh, that's uh, going to scrout um and then for anyone keeping track of the vault wallet, um, because of the design of the smart contract and of some of the um, guess, I'm not sure if you can call it issues. I think that's just by design of the blockchain. But because of the guess issues which come along with that, I have to send out the tokens according to the IDs in ascending order meaning I have to send out one, two, three, four, five, and so on. And I, I, can, I can skip some, um, but then at the end of the day, I have to do them like in ascending order. Otherwise, the, the gas cost of sending out the tokens gets exponentially greater. That's also the reason why I haven't sent out the gold and diamond um, NFTs yet, because the gas cost for the diamond one would be like 200 bucks. Um, and sending out sending them out in according to their ranking is like $5 per transaction. So what you will see is because I, I cannot send out all the ones which come up in, in the exact order, 
So the ones I cannot send out yet, um, they will be sent to the vesting wallet of VVV, just to be sure that I can still send them out of the vault wallet to avoid the increasing gas cost of not sticking to the order in which I have to send them out. Um, and then I, I just asked uh, Talona for intro, uh, instructions on how to use the airdrop contract. So um, you will see me use that now and not having to rely on the one-by-one -one manual labor <laughs> of sending out all those NFTs. Um, so you will get your NFTs a lot faster now. And um, I already have the um, like private uh, rarity mon rankings, and I will just use those to start sending everything out. So I like I estimate that like within the next two three days, I think everyone should have the NFTs. Um, and then some a couple of comments relating relating to the art. So, so far, no one has complained about it, but it's something where. Initially, we had some restrictions uh, regarding the, the software and the code, which assembles all the different uh, traits and parts of the NFTs. And um, what I personally don't like is that the, the whale NFTs have a little bit less variation um, amongst them than the dolphins and the sharks. So I will go back and over the course of the next couple of weeks, um, update the whale art to make sure that the 100 whales which we have are also looking more unique than they look now um, and then you will see once the rankings are out you will see a, a few glitches in some of the high ranking um, NFTs and those will also be fixed um, by hand over the course of the next couple of weeks so um, I want to make sure that all the top ranking NFTs are perfect uh, then we have a couple of ones of the more common NFTs with a couple of glitches and those will just be burned. And um, my idea for the burned ones was to, um, as you know, I'm sending them to the NFT burn address, but they will still show up in OpenSea. So my idea was to turn them into like burning fish bones art. So all the ones that got burned, they all look the same and have the same rarity. Um, and that clears up uh, rarity mon and everything else for the ones which remain um yeah and that's so far that's all the comments around the metadata nft art and so on as you guys have noticed the the progress is i think i've sent out like two or three hundred nfts approximately so a lot of you still don't have them in their wallets and uh the only comment to that is that um once you get a notification um by the bot in Discord, make sure that you you check your hidden wallet in OpenSea because those NFTs will usually end up there and you won't see them uh, in your regular collection on OpenSea. So if there's any questions, comments around the art, around the metadata, if you guys have made any observations or anything, uh, please just let me know. Otherwise, we're going to continue with the next topics. Okay, I see a couple of comments around the timing. So I'm currently in Switzerland. And I'm going to be in Germany sometime later today and then probably like stay either in Germany or in Switzerland so you guys can get used at least for a couple of weeks um, to the new time zone. All right, so that doesn't seem to be any questions. Um, I got a suggestion 
by someone uh, via a support ticket. So uh, I want to ask you guys how you feel about it. And the suggestion was that we all change the server nicknames, which we have in VVV, to our first names. And the reasoning behind this would be, for one, to have a much more professional appearance, but then to also make the entire Discord much more personal. And um, yeah, so the feedback from last week's town hall, that's all. You guys can see some of the channels have already been implemented, but the entire feedback is going to be implemented in the server and in the website and so on. So just give me a couple of weeks until I can catch up with everything. Uh, but rest assured, the entire feedback which we received um, will be acted on. And now the next step after the airdrop, I think I, think I mentioned this before, um, but the next steps are closing the next deal. And you already have a plethora of projects lined up. So that's not going to take long. And then we will have potentially the next AMA with a guest. And then afterwards, a deal with our next project. And one thing which is super important to me personally, and which is something which other team members have mentioned as well, some other community members too, um, is that we keep track of literally everything. So we keep track of who sells and we keep track of who buys. We keep, keep track of people's performance and engagement in our server and its various sections. And we know who sold first, but we also know who supported us the most. So people like Draken, for example, who bought up the floor like super early on, you know, all those things we noticed. And going forward, we will keep rewarding those who make VVV stronger. And we will punish those who try to exploit what we build to their own benefit. And, you know, those things are still obvious even because I've seen a couple of like, in quotes, smart people like transferring the NFTs through some wallets first before they listed them. Like, you know, we have some scripts running in the background and all that gets dragged. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying that you cannot sell, but, you know, if someone is like minting the NFT just to sell it on the first day, that poses some of the question of, you know, how big of a support are they really? And then we look at some of the other engagement and so on, and then we make some decisions uh, internally. And if need be, depending on how those people behave, I'm not opposed to changing the rules to give the ones we can count on more leverage and bigger rewards and push those away who only look to extract value. Which doesn't mean that anyone has to be scared of selling, but you know, we already uh, we always look at the context of how people behave, and there's very obvious some a couple of people who slipped through the purge because they had the active investor status, and um, you know we can see they don't truly support what we're building. And okay, so one more talking point which I wanted to mention super early on, but I skipped it again. Um, <clears throat> so because of the delays with the metadata and with the rarities and with me not being able to send out the airdrops in time, um, we're going to postpone the phase two mint to September 1st. And the reason why I do this is we only have like not even two weeks left <clears throat> until we would have, you know, the original date for the phase two mint. And that would be difficult for the floor price to get established 
where it doesn't fluctuate a lot and it would be difficult to um, determine the mint price. And I'm also not too fond on pushing the marketing before the rest of the server is not structured in the way where it can hold an inflow of a lot of members. So I think it's more sensible to delay uh, the phase two mint to September 1st. And then starting in a couple of days, I'm going to push the marketing a lot more and I'm going to work with um, two of my best contacts to get some exposure to a couple of other communities. And we're going to still use the very same approach as we did before. Uh, we're going to give away whitelist spots a little bit more freely, but we will still follow through with the purchase and we will make su sure that those not adding value or those not understanding how the community works um, are not going to be able to mint. But I think at this point, it makes sense to increase the outside exposure and to make sure that we have a lot of awareness of VVV in other servers. So once everyone has their NFTs, um, you will see that I'm going to start out with some more marketing and that we will have more server members. So um, that's when the collab length Collab land bot comes into play, and where you guys will then potentially have more use out of the holders channels for the sharks, dolphins, and whales. When general chat potentially uh, gets a little bit more swamped with new members and uh, with some like repetitive questions. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much it for this town hall. And as always, I want to open it up to. Questions, feedback, concerns, you guys can always feel free to just jump into voice chat as well, or you can just type your questions into the AMA chat in text. And Tony, yeah, if there's... I just wanted to... Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> read your mind, mate, read your mind. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that um, Inferno and I are having a call with a, a very early stage project at the moment. Uh, we're going to have this call in around four hours from now and then we also had another one lined up right after that which was probably delayed until later this week um so as sean mentioned you know we are still very much in the process of getting projects um i think one of the reasons not necessarily that they're being delayed but that they're being a little slow is of course the bear and a lot of projects have put their raises on pause um the second project that we were going to have a call with today is one of those examples where they did pause they're raised due to people pulling out, but you know, quality companies and quality projects that are still around and are still alive are still something of interest to us, regardless if they can make their full raise or not, because you know, technology is going to be great, you know, with or without the money. Um, and one of the other things which again is exciting um that i'm still working on and i'm still trying to find an artist for uh first of all i want to say thank you to everyone who created a support ticket to, to help me try and identify some very good individuals who may be of use in terms of uh, some of my ideas regarding uh, a video maker um some of those who have already reached out to have yet to come back and i'm still you know looking out for individuals who may be able to do some videos uh, so again, if anyone has any ideas that and has yet to reach out, please do create a support ticket um, because we'd want this, you know, idea uh, that we've come up with to be in full force before our next raise. 
And I think this will be one of those moments that will redefine our position as a VC and really kind of show off what we are as a community and what we can actually bring forward to projects and to you guys as investors as well. Um, but yeah, as mentioned, outreach is still in full force. As Sean said, the moment all the NFTs are out and it becomes a little more automated, he'll also help and jump on and also outreach a little more. Um, but we're still very confident that we can secure whatever we'd, uh, whatever we're interested in at the moment. And, you know, we are, you know, we, I think Jesse, I think it may have been Jesse who sent an update this morning to us internally um, as to how many projects we have at the moment uh, in terms of outreach. Let's see if I can quickly find that. Yes, so we've got 13 projects on hold that we are seeking more information from. We've got, we've recently rejected another 10 projects in the last few days. Um, we've also rejected 39 projects that I've brought in out of the 150 that I brought in. Um, we've got in the latter stages of our research, eight projects that are still waiting for final approval. And then we've got three to five in active outreach. Uh, so we do have a very heavy, you know, timeline and pipeline and if you were to think you know at the moment we've had in the last few weeks around 200 plus projects come in and only three that we're actively outreaching which is out of maybe 10 that we're really really looking into so it's about a five percent hit rate uh at the moment from what we've been able to see uh which means that we are thoroughly throwing away 90 to 95 percent of projects that we don't deem as uh, important or not important, sorry, but don't deem as uh, something that we'd be interested in or something that is reproducible. Um, but yeah, now to, to stop me rambling, uh, the team, the back end team, the analysts are doing a fantastic job. So shout out to all of them again. And, you know, we are definitely still going full force, even if it may look like it's a little. Uh, shallower in the discord itself especially from me so i apologize if i haven't been as active uh i've been securing and discussing some uh ways to increase our value for projects in terms of connections to centralized exchanges and chains uh, i've secured a direct line to a large centralized exchange for our partners and projects to be able to contact directly and that's one of the things I've been able to secure this week. And I'm still in active late stage discussions with chains to also be able to provide um, our projects with a direct contact to any chain that they'd like to be in contact with. So that's that's what I've been up to. Thank you, Tony. Thanks for the update. Uh, you know, one one of the areas where I'm, we got some feedback uh, on la, on the last town hall regarding the uh, anti-portfolio um, and I know we spoke about this too regarding sharing more details around the rejected projects um, but I'm still a little bit hesitant on how like how plant we want to be with the projects which we um, reject which other communities or which other initiatives might present their communities as investment opportunities. Um, you know, I think by now it's it's pretty obvious that I, you know, I'm not that diplomatic. You know, I'm 
all out always and always honest and always transparent but um i think that we run into potentially causing a lot of conflict um once we start talking about like you know once we start talking honestly about some of the investment opportunities which other communities or which other incent uh, initi initiatives are arranging i think we might we might kill the engagement but on the other hand we might also save a lot of people a lot of money and you know obviously we are not always right so we might also keep some people from investing when it you know it potentially could turn out to be a good uh, opportunity but I, i would be super curious to get you guys opinion on this because to me it's like you know rather difficult to to come to the right decision here and if i might jump in as well um you don't if you were to for instance look at a lot of these other companies funds you know institutional funds web you know web 2 funds if you will um traditional funds sorry they do not go around also trumpeting what they have you know failed discussions with or what they've rejected in terms of an investment even if it's a multi billion dollar company they won't go around mentioning what and why they didn't invest a lot of the time some some do of course um but especially with those multi billion dollar companies you know their investment may not be as impactful or their rejection may not be as impactful as a very early stage seed round company that you also have to appreciate you've got possibly a team of 5 to 20 people you know working day in day out to try and make successful and if our word were to collapse their vision uh even if it may be something that we are not interested in or we think that may not be as successful as we'd like you know we don't feel that it we we should be or i personally don't feel that we should be in a position to kind of ruin that for someone else because you never know they may turn or pivot or their roadmap may alter to be something a little more insightful or um a, 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 a little better than maybe what they already have um but as well in terms of the rejections um i've got a very delicate process of finding these projects and at the moment i've got a system in place to find projects at an extremely when i mean extremely i mean they have yet to even create a pitch deck extremely early and if we were to start rejecting these very early projects not only could we first of all uh hurt their overall plan and vision just by our comment but it could also risk the process as to how i find these early stage projects and i don't think that us not rejecting i ignoring sorry us not mentioning that we've rejected them i ignoring that you know they're even there is not detrimental to the community and as well it's it's part of the issue that what is one of the projects that I'm working on uh before the next raise but which I think is important is you know we will do our best to make sure that we extract all the information as we can to make sure that everyone else has a, a minimum or not a minimum but a decent amount of information before their investment and this is something we've always said which is everyone should do their own research regardless of what we present and if there were to be a project that we don't like and that we don't mention that we don't like and that another community that you are part of brings that project out 
without us ever informing you that this is something we weren't interested in, it is still up to the individual investor to make sure that they do their due diligence regarding that. And this is also something that we've understood and why we are also implementing the research, um, I forgot what it's called now, the Research uh, Academy uh, with uh, Dark Meta, uh, because we also feel that sometimes individuals may not have that acumen at the, at this point, and this is something we'd like to inform and teach uh, our investors and our community to make sure that they understand what is required from a good company, uh, you know, the individuals being doxxed or not, if the tokenomics is something that's going to be fruitful or not, if the team has enough team members to execute their vision or not. And we feel that our best way to protect you guys and make sure that you only invest in what are good companies and projects is the education and not necessarily us informing you what we believe is the best or the worst. So this is kind of me again chiming in to say I do not feel that rejecting all of the projects publicly is something uh, to anyone's benefit. Um, but bear in mind as well that a large percentage of what we see coming through is also wrapped under NDA, which is a non-disclosure agreement. That means the individual who's uh, forwarded on the project does not want us to share it around unless we're able to secure it. So about probably 85% of the time, most of the projects we see is something that we couldn't even disclose just because of this NDA. So a lot of the time we are trying to uh, find a middle ground, but most of the time, even just because of the NDA, we are not able to share what and why uh, we don't like this project or any project that we see. That's my two cents. Yeah, so Tracy and Missy, uh, they both mentioned that it would probably be sufficient if, let's say, someone wants to have insights on something that's arranged elsewhere, if they just uh, submit it just as a regular pro you know, proposal, and then after some time it's going to show up in the rejections channel uh, with the reason why it got rejected. And I think that's probably the, the most diplomatic way where you know, we can be transparent, but we don't like, like you know, make a lot of fuss about rejecting something. Could be a way as well. It's just I, I don't want to get to a point where you know my analysts are bogged down by other people wanting you know a private analyst team taking a look at projects that they'd be interested in, and they may know that we wouldn't be because, of course, we've got strict parameters as to what kind of projects we'd like to look at anyway and making sure that those are the projects coming through and not, you know, doge chair table token. Um, I know it's just, it's one of those delicate ones, I agree, where, you know, we don't, we want to make sure that everyone, of course, makes a safe investment. However, we don't want to bog down our analysts who are already, you know, under a lot of pressure as to the current pipeline. Yeah. Uh, to then take a look at individuals' private uh, yeah, I mean, investment. I think, yeah, but I think, you know, people understand, you know, what projects fall within our uh, spectrum of things we look at. Like, I don't think people will start submitting like NFT projects or things which are completely out of 
uh, out of the scope of the things we would arrange. No, definitely. And we've got a, a process, a penalty process in place anyway to make sure that individuals yeah. who repeatedly waste time with our analysts will get penalized. Yeah, so <clears throat> MetaHydra uh, is mentioning that normally VCs don't operate under, a <clears throat> under NDA. But I think we have to <clears throat> we have to differentiate here between just arranging an investment or us getting proprietary information by a project super early on without presenting it to the community. You know, we really have to be um, careful with getting sensitive information and not leaking it and so on. So, you know, there's a a time and place for those NDAs and, you know, obviously we will, we will not make the community sign an NDA, but for the internal discussions with those different projects, at least the internal team has to sign NDA agreements before we can even get on a call with some of these projects. And Tony, if you want to add more context here, uh, feel free to do so. No, indeed. Um, one of our analysts recently for one of the projects that we're looking into had to sign an NDA. And of course, that means the rest of the team also can't get access unless we sign it ourselves. So even within the team, there is you know, <clears throat> compartmentalization just because of the, um, the dangers of such early projects having the um, IP leaked or having the you know, very early, brilliant, you know, world-changing ideas uh, out there because they understand as well that there is a chance that someone else with maybe a bigger team or someone else who's already very close to that position could quickly pivot and then take over. And this is something, you know, before they make a patent and so on. So this is something that we have to make sure that even for our sake and the project's sake, that we do not ruin anyone's vision. Um, because this reputation will go around the, the communities as well, because a lot of these projects do meet up and do discuss their investors at these uh, conventions. Um, I was recently invited to one that's happening tomorrow, um, the ETH CC, but unfortunately, as I'm flying, it kind of was very bad timing for me. But a few projects reached out and said, look, we'd like to meet you. Um, you know, we'd like to discuss about VVV and so on. Um, and it's because these projects do talk within each other. So a reputation of a VC and a fund is very important as, let's say, you know, snickerdoodle were to be approached by another project and they'd say, look, you know, who's been very valuable to you? And if you say, well, VVV has actually been very excellent in, you know, securing us X, Y, Z, why don't you reach out to them? You know, that's great for us because it, inv it invites a lot of people to look at us. However, if we were to ruin a project very early on or quote unquote, disgrace a project at such an early stage, um, then they could go around and go, you know what, VVV, don't like them at all. Don't talk to them. Don't get in touch with them. So it's, it's a reputation that we may have to make sure that we remain professional and we remain fair. Um, but again, us as a, as a group and as analysts and as individuals and as human beings, we do not want to you know, ruin many other people's days. And we want to make sure that everyone is at a level playing field, thus you know, why we're building VVV. So we really do want to make sure that our reputations are upheld and of course, as you know, we are doing right now, you know, making a lot clearer to investors who we are as individuals. So, you know, changing our Discord name, sorry, to make it clear as to who we are. You know, me attending these conventions in the near future to make sure that they also see a face of the company in person. 
Um, and, you know, as mentioned, these guys do talk within each other. And it's just important that we remain as professional as possible to make sure that these highest, higher quality early stage projects do approach us. And there's been a couple of companies, actually, which we are going to be in talks with uh, very shortly uh, who have actually approached us already. And many, many times, you know, they may not be interesting to us, but a few now are, are creeping up uh, and saying, hey, you know, we've heard about you guys. Why don't you jump on a call and take a look at what we're doing, um, which actually is of interest to us. So we, we do want to make sure that, again, our reputation is upheld and that we do not disgrace us and any other uh, projects that we may be involved with in any way, shape or form. Yeah, I think there's a, you know, there's a line between us saying it's not for us and us saying there's a ton of red flags and it's a Ponzi scheme. I, I think, you know, if it's not for us, then we will say it's not for us if that's the only reason. But if if, if something is potentially malicious or if something is a scam, I think it makes sense to point that out. And, you know, even if you are wrong, if someone wants to invest in that project, they can use... The questions or the findings from our, from us, and then ask the respective team, and then you know they can potentially clear it up for them, and they then they can still invest. But um, there's some of the findings of some of the deals of other initiatives where those questions simply have never been answered by the respective teams, and there's a lot of uncertainty. And in my opinion, it's there's a couple of bad deals going on, but I'm I'm going to refrain from talking about those in more detail simply because I think it makes more sense to be diplomatic. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's I think it's a fine line. Ideally, we we keep it a little bit more generic, more vanilla. Um, but I think if there's like some obvious red flags, I think we should go ahead and point them out just for the sake of. Um, yeah, maybe making the space a little bit safer. Yeah, Joseph, you're also right. Uh, I, I think Metagoons could potentially be an example of that, which in my opinion is a bad project, but they have enough influencers and enough passwords where they can potentially still produce uh, a couple of couple access return. Um, and, you know, then that's obviously something where we probably just specify it's not for us. All right, guys. Um, Scrawl, is there anything else from your side? <clears throat> yes. Um, I was just about to sh throw this into the chat now. Um, we are happy to announce, and I'm going to quickly tag our main editor for these, our medium page for VVV. So I would like to to thank all of our writers who are still writing and have written uh, for us. Uh, we have now published three articles, and that's mainly my fault just because of how bogged down I've been, but I will make sure to be a lot more regular in what I'm able to throw out in terms of, uh, or not throw out, sorry, publish in terms of the articles. Um, we've got a few article series currently in the works. Uh, we've got a couple that are already up there. Uh, one is around, of course, uh, crypto security, hardware wallets, and pseudonymity, uh, which is by Metaversity One. Um, all the information 
regarding those individuals and who's written them and edited by who is on the medium page at the moment um we are going to make sure that these are more regular so every two to three days we should be hopefully publishing a new one um and this is also another of our initiatives to inform the, the average investor and community members as to our thinking and our way of approaching certain topics and uh, projects of course the first one being our podcasts that we publish onto um Spotify and Apple, uh, which will later in the near future, of course, do video ones onto uh, YouTube and so on. And the medium is just that next natural progression onto that. And as Sean said as well, we'll also be publishing articles on other large news outlets within traditional finance and uh, blockchain. Um, so there we are. Uh, please enjoy reading them. Uh, Sean, if you don't mind, just adding that to the official links so then people who listen to have an easier time of uh, getting access to the mediums. Um, and of course, yeah, the, the writer, one of them is Pickle Rick 2, Chris. So thank you for your time, efforts, and dedication to the writers. Um, all our writers do get compensated if they don't retain the rights to the articles. And our editors also get compensated uh, via free software to help them edit that we pay for. And, of course, a uh, payment for every article that has been edited. Um, if anyone's interested in writing or in editing, please create a support ticket under the uh, writer's section. And we will get back to you as soon as possible. Yeah, and the respective channel... Um, I will quickly link in the VC chat so everyone can find it. It's called Apply Here in the writer section. And just before we end the AMA, um, regarding the reports in real-world data and the, the task of summarizing uh, one of the recent reports which I posted, um, a couple of people have been asking of the reasoning behind asking for a summary and asking the community to read those reports. Um, and there's really two reasons why I think uh, this is important for VVB. Um, first reason is that I want as many people as possible to actively go through those reports, to think about it, and to summarize the findings in their own words. This way, the members going through the reports increase their, their knowledge about the blockchain industry from a real-world point of view. In this example, from a big four accounting firm versus the opinions of influencers in YouTube videos. And you will also get a better understanding of what VVV focuses on and potentially also um, better understand of the problems which we solve especially relating um, to the hedge funds. And now in addition to those members going through the Discord, excuse me, through the, uh, in addition to those members going through the material, we also have additional benefits by them summarizing them and posting them in text form in Discord. The, currently the reports are you know, PDF, in PDF format and on external websites. And we know that people are inherently lazy. So even if it's just one click away, 
uh, you will always lose a good portion of the engagement rate and you will lose a, a good portion of people who would actually go ahead and read those reports. But once the summaries are posted in our Discord server, the likelihood of our members going through them and reading them is a lot higher. And we also have the, um, the professional verbiage and phrasing in those original report reports. And then we have the members who might adopt them to the, um, to the verbiage, verbiage, which we might be more used to. Uh, then in, the, in addition to that, once the individual members of BVV um, interpre interpret uh, those reports, we get additional insights, color, and context, which add additional value. Um, then as a benefit for those writing the summaries, I think it would be, and let me know if you disagree, Tony, I think it would also be a good idea to take the best summaries and use them as a basis for writing a medium post like especially around the topic of the crypto hedge fund or MAs, excuse me, M&As in the blockchain uh, space, I think that would be super interesting. And especially if we like summarize a 10-page report and squeeze it into a condensed and precise article on Medium, I think that um, would also be beneficial for the branding of VVV. Agreed. And... As I mentioned earlier, regarding the name changes uh, of all of our members, if someone from the outside world joins our server and sees which topics we discuss internally uh, within the community, I think it's super valuable if they see that we are focused on professional topics and on things which are relevant and on things which are concerning the blockchain space at scale. And we don't waste our time with like writing law or you know some things which have much less application in the real world. Um, Simon is asking if it if we could have a thread for each summary. Um, <clears throat> let me still think about how I'm going to structure um, the section in the best way. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of those threads because they get archived after a period of time and then they get less easily accessible. Um, I think we might just have a separate channel where the best summary is then posted. And um, we will probably take the, uh, um, I don't remember who had the idea, but um, someone came up with using hashtags uh, for specific topics and for specific homework and so on. And uh, excuse me, he came up with the idea for uh, using hashtags for the ideas uh, in the building VVV section in the ideas channel. And we will now use that exact logic, not just for the ideas, but we'll also use the hashtags for homework in the academy. And I'm going to start implementing that uh, once I post the next homework. And I think we might want to use the same um, hashtags, hashtag principle for the summaries as well, which means once someone puts in that exact hashtag into the search function in Discord, all that we see is those summaries. And I think that might, might be the best way of making them uh, searchable. So we probably have a channel dedicated to the best summaries, and then you will still be able to search for that hashtag and find the other summaries as well. All right, no problem at all, Simon. Okay, my friends. Um, 
that's all from my side. Tony, do you have covered everything? I believe everything has been covered, yes. Okay. Then we are down from three hours to one hour, <laughs> I think. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, going to make a lot easier for me. <laughs> I should be able to get it out within the next 45 minutes or so if I don't have anything else to do. Actually, no. Uh, yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be done in the next few hours. Amazing. Thank you. So in closing, to uh, excuse me, Toby is asking um, if they can or if he can uh, submit new homework uh, or suggestions for new homework. Um, you can submit it via support ticket, but the likelihood of me deviating from the um, schedule and from the curriculum is rather low because I've already lined up so much content. Um, that I'm probably not going to deviate uh, from them anytime soon, especially because I have so little time to dive into new material. Um, but you can still go ahead and, and submit it. Um, I think Helena keeps track of all the submissions. And um, we have a sheet where we um, have videos and movies lined up, uh, which were suggested by the community. Uh, Exec is asking if we will use the same time for the upcoming town halls um we will probably use the same time um for the next four weeks but we will also probably continue to do them um on sundays again so monday was an exception because yesterday I was on a plane um but i think sunday is probably the preferred time for most people so the next one would be this week sunday 11 a.m. CET. All right, guys. Thank you once again for listening in. I'm very much looking forward to getting all the airdrops out, to seeing everyone change their PFPs, and I'm looking forward to the next town hall. Thank you once again, guys. All right. Thank you all. Take care. And thank you for joining in, Tony, and for doing sure. your thing on the back end. And, you know, I, I know a lot of projects are always always teasing like you don't even know what's coming and so on um but in this case i think you know it's important to point out that you guys see like like literally maybe 10 percent of what tony and of what inferno are actually working on these guys are really killing it on the back end and i'm very much looking forward to when we can actually drop the things we're currently um developing and um polishing likewise yeah all right, then I will see you guys on Sunday. Thank you. Bye-bye. This recording has been prepared by VVV. The recording is made available by VVV and is for information purposes only. This recording should not be considered as an offer or solicitation to sell, buy or subscribe to any financial instruments or product, securities or any other derivative instrument or any other rights pertaining thereto. VVV does not express any opinion as to the present or future value or price of any instruments referred to in this recording. The information provided in this recording is believed to be valid and accurate on the date it is first published, but VVV, along with its directors, officers or employees, do not accept any liability for any loss arising from the use of the information. 
the information contained therein, including any expressions of opinion, has been obtained from or is based on sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy or completeness is not guaranteed and is subject to change without notice. Any expressions of opinion reflect the views of the speakers and are not necessarily those of VVV and are subject to change without notice. Any decision made by a party after listening to this recording shall be on the basis of its own research and not be influenced or based on any view expressed by VVV in this recording or otherwise. This recording does not address all risks. This recording does not constitute investment advice or a recommendation that has been prepared without regard to individual financial circumstances, objectives or particular needs of listeners. Listeners should seek their own financial, tax, legal, regulatory and other advice regarding the appropriateness or otherwise of investing in any investments and or pursuing any investment strategies.